Welcome to Baking with House of Bread. I'm Sheila McCann and I opened House of Bread in 1996 without even knowing how to bake. It's not something I recommend for anybody who wants to open up a bakery, but that was my trajectory. I seriously underestimated how long it would take to learn to bake bread. I think it was partly because I watched my 90-year-old plus grandma make a ton of bread and she made it look so easy. I naively thought that you know, I could just hire an experienced baker, open my doors, and learn the baking trade from him in just a few days. Well, I was blessed in the sense that I was phenomenally busy the first week, which was great, but I was also extremely focused on the customer service end of the business. My baker, meanwhile, pumped out very beautiful loaves that I was very grateful for. But by the sixth day in business, I had to give my baker a day off. And I screwed up the bake so very badly. I undermixed, overmixed, and that was before I further messed up the proofing. Of course, any loaves that even made it into the oven, I didn't know how to tell if they were actually done. And, you know, you read these books, it's like, okay, well, yeah, so it's a hollow thump. Well, what does that really sound like? You know, I wasn't sure. Anyway, I had to throw out most, if not all, the loaves out that morning. And unfortunately, that was the same day that the local paper decided to put me on the front page of the paper calling me the bread lady. I had a line out the door with people wanting to buy my bread, and I had nothing to sell. I went home exhausted and embarrassed. I felt like a failure, and I felt kind of fake that I was supposedly the bread lady, and I didn't even know how to bake. And it was a really incredibly humbling experience, and I decided then and there I was going to do what it take to make that business successful and I knew I really needed to learn how to bake. So the next week I went in with my baker at 3 a.m. and I basically stayed most days till 6 p.m. They sure were long days and I was tired but I was really happy and I was excited to go to work again. Now I'm considered a master baker by others but I do not believe that anyone ever truly masters bread baking. I am still learning aspects of the trade, which is why I still love baking bread, and I find it so very fascinating. All that being said, I've learned a few tips teaching my bakers and also my franchisees, and we also offer in-store baking classes. So all in all, I've taught thousands of people to bake, and I believe I can help you get to the next level in your bread baking journey sooner. So this podcast is for the experienced home baker, the commercial baker, or even a brand new baker. I will be covering mostly bread baking, but we'll have some episodes on quick breads and pastries. I've always willingly shared my recipes at House of Bread, and I even took my large commercial recipes, downsized them when I wrote a recipe book 15 years ago, and I've just recently updated it this last year. I will be including a recipe in most of my episodes for you to try at home, and I'll be happy to help you get it right. My unusual trajectory to the world of baking involved going to USD Law School and Harvard Business School. I never planned or thought I would own a bakery. I had an unexpected tragic outcome in a very high-profile case. You know, the courtroom was packed with people and all the TV stations were there. Um, and the judge had sent my client to prison. I was shocked as the probation department recommended that he be released with mental health counseling. And normally the judge goes along with whatever the probation department recommends. So I was very surprised by this. And anyway, I ran into the jury room crying with my client. 
he was following me, hobbing along in his ankle chains. He was also handcuffed, and he was handing me tissues saying he could do the time standing on his head. The bailiff, who was basically the deputy sheriff of the courtroom, he came in the room and said I could stay there as long as I wanted to, and he told me that he thought the sentence was wrong too. This was completely against courtroom procedures. I mean, you have to stand with a judge. Your client has to stand, and you certainly can't run into a jury room in the middle of his speech. Well, the acts of kindness by the deputy sheriff and my client further threw me into an emotional state. Eventually, basically, I stopped crying. I went back into my office and committed to change my career to something more positive. Please understand, I rarely cry. And when I was heaving with those deep sobs, my body was telling me that this was not a healthy lifestyle. So one of the best decisions I ever made was to open a bread bakery, where I'm happy to produce the product, I feel good about selling it, and my customers are happy to buy it. So I've taught thousands of people to bake over the years, and I'm confident that I can get you to the point where you too will enjoy the rich sensory sensations of baking bread. I mean, if you think about it, it's, it starts with the feel of the dough, and then you get the aromatic smells that will be coming out of your oven to the incredible taste sensations of freshly baked bread. You know, there's a lot of mystique surrounding bread baking that mostly isn't warranted. And I encourage you to just start, and I promise you whatever comes out of your own oven will taste better than 100% of the bread in the grocery store. Plus, you're going to know exactly what's in it, and that's comforting to know that you are truly feeding your body wholesome food. Don't get me wrong, baking bread can be harder initially because it's really about the feel of the dough and not necessarily following a recipe. You can use the recipe one day and then use the same exact recipe another day and it can turn out completely different, which is why you really have to get to the feel of the particular dough and understand all doughs are differently and it's not a one size fits all. But you don't have to worry so much having the right equipment. Because really the best tools for determining the good dough stage are your hands. If you think of it this way, baking bread has been around forever. I mean, way before people had mixers, before they used scales, and they had baking videos and baking books. It really was an art that was passed down generation to generation by someone showing you what a good dough should feel like. And I was fortunate to have my grandmother, who I named Grandma's White after. And she showed me how. Although I have to admit, I kind of forgot most of those baking lessons, and I really just remember the fun and delicious breads we created. And I have seven brothers and sisters. My mom my mom just didn't have the time. Where grandma, grandma had time, and spending time with her was so very special to me. And so part of the reason I started House of Bread was to go back in time to those wonderful baking experiences I had with my grandmother. You should know, too, that I struggled at home baking bread, and my loaves are pretty brickish. Yet they still taste better than the other bread on the market. And I knew what was in it. And, you know, we all see these beautiful loaves that are posted on social media and think, wow, that looks easy. And then when we try it, and it, our initial loaves aren't so pretty. But just remember that most people don't post their ugly ducklings that they made, right? And they don't bring those loaves to parties. You know, so they're generally posting about all their beautiful that took time to get there. And I have to confess, I never really got to the point where I could make great bread at home. I just didn't have the time to learn properly to bake bread. And I was a full-time attorney at the public defender's office. So basically, I just gave up and buying a lot of sourdough, as back in the 90s, that's all you could get in San Luis Obispo, California, which is where I lived. The thing is, is that back then, I didn't really like sourdough that much. 
I have since then grown to love it, but then I didn't. So how did I learn to really bake bread successfully? Well, it came to a point in my career, I wanted to do something more positive and decided to open up a bread bakery. I explored a few options to shorten the learning curve for baking. Well, I looked into working at a bakery, but there really wasn't any in my town. And then I so I'd have to live somewhere else. And the pay was pretty much minimum wage. You know, at that time I had thousands of dollars in student loan debt and I couldn't afford to learn that way. So then I looked into franchising and I did apply for a franchise with a bread bakery. The problem was the company said that they approved my application and they'd get back to me in a couple of weeks. So I waited and I was so excited to get going and opening up my bread bakery and they, I didn't hear from them. So I contacted them and they said they were going to call me in two weeks. Well, they never did. So I thought, okay, if I can get this thing going, there's an opportunity to franchise this concept correctly. So then I called the owner of Wheat Montana. Um, I'm from Montana. Montana is one of those big, small states where you everyone can find someone who knows another Montanan. So he was uh, kind enough to give me a list of consultants. And I hired one and opened up House of Bread Bakery Cafe. And the rest is history. Now, you don't want to try your hand at bread baking a naturally leavened, hard-crusted sourdough loaf. I mean, really, that's that's like learning how to downhill skiing by going right on a double black diamond without even having the proper skis. You know, for those non-skiers, double black diamond is for experts only. I really recommend to start by learning the basic foundations, then bake a straight dough recipe, then get into your sponges and the pre-fermentations, and then advance to the multi-day fermented breads and using different type of grains. I mean, there's such a vast amount of things you can do with a dough, and, and that's the fun part. And I do plan on having those episodes about working with ancient grains and how to substitute flours and, and what I've experienced just playing around in the bakery. And I do promise you, once you get the feel of the dough right, it does become so much easier to bake bread. It really is a lot easier than cookies, muffins, and scones. And trust me, if I have a sick baker and I end up the one that having to go in the bakery at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'll have... The other staff member focus on the quick breads, muffins and scones, and all the other pastries, and I'll do the bread mixing. Why? Because I don't even have to measure the flour. I mean, I kind of just throw it all in the mixer, and of all the other baker items, you have to be super exact, or it really doesn't turn out. So being exact and measuring is hard to do it. You know, it really it's hard to do any time. And when you're half awake at 3 o'clock in the morning, it's even tougher. And I always started the morning by mixing the grandma's white dough and then making a very strong cup of coffee while that dough was mixing. And remember that more often than not, the mistakes are still going to taste great. And I always tell my bakers not to stress about a mistake. I mean, really, it's part of the human condition, right? And no one dies. No one goes to jail. And it's just bread. So don't get me wrong. We should all should learn from our mistakes. And that also happens to be the best way to learn. So you really have to go for it, take charge of the dough, and take charge of exactly what you're putting in your body. And remember, whatever procedure you're doing, try to record what you did, because we would be struggling with a certain type of bread, and then it would come out great, but we were we couldn't remember exactly what we changed in the recipe. So I learned through the years to document exactly the timing, the temperature, you know, the, the exact mem- measurements, what you might have added a little bit more. And you will get it. 
and I can tell you that you're really going to love this. Okay, so below I have, do have show notes where I have links of how to find me, connect, and overall learn more about the art of bread baking or the business of bread baking. And I hope you do subscribe to the podcast, and I promise you I will work hard to produce worthy content for you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, happy baking, everyone.